good afternoon and welcome to this week's Wintrade Global Talk. We have another fascinating speaker who will live up to our tagline. He will leave you speechless. He's guaranteed to leave you speechless with all the knowledge that he will share with you on how to raise your profile, how to make connections, and generally do things bigger and better on LinkedIn. And he's also got a WinTrade global network offer for you. So stay to the end and learn more about how Andy can help you with your LinkedIn, raise your LinkedIn profile. Can I please welcome Andy Gwynn to the stage? Andy and I have been connected on LinkedIn since 2017, but really, really only got to know each other in the last six months or so. And it's been an absolute pleasure to work with you. And so with that, Andy, I'm going to say, Andy Gwynn, over to you. This is your Wintrade Global Talk. Thank you so much, Yvonne. And, and it's a pleasure to be here. And I do thank you for inviting me because you're absolutely right. We've been connected on LinkedIn for four years, but it is only the last six months. And that's because of what I want to share with you. So much has changed globally. We know that we're online now. So, so much has changed in the business workplace for marketing and therefore especially LinkedIn. And yes, you're right. COVID, while there's a lot of trauma, I think it has been the catalyst for a lot of people to change their business focus. And for us, it was also the catalyst to change our, our personal focus. You're right, we got locked down here in southern Spain. And five months in, we went, well, this is our dream home and we're loving it. Why don't we take residency? So that's what we've done. I'm going to jump straight into a presentation. I want to show you how your posts can massively help you to grow your network. And that's what we're all about. And I love the concept of WinTrade Global and how you can gain new clients and new business and how to guarantee thousands of views of your posts. And then what we've developed is what I call the five steps to writing powerful posts. Because if we'd have spoken, if Yvonne had come, and by the way, we're doing business together. Yvonne has joined my post party club that I'm going to mention. And that's how we started to engage more. And that's all because of what's changed online and all because of LinkedIn. So it's the proof of the pudding. People have been forced online. Let me give you just a bit of a background, really, as to LinkedIn, where it was and where it is now. Because if Yvonne and I had engaged 18 months ago, I'd have probably been talking about what you can do with your LinkedIn profile and the different strategies you can use within LinkedIn. But now I'm constantly getting asked, we're on LinkedIn, but we're posting um, part of our social media. How can we get better engagement from our posts? What do we post? How do we post? What do we write? And that's really what we're going to cover now. Just as a way of a bit of background, LinkedIn was created in 2003, 18 years ago, and it has changed massively from what it was set up to do with what you can do now. What happened in COVID is we've seen a massive surge of usage. Everyone's online. And the great thing about that is that your audience are out there, your prospects are out there. But the flip side of it is we are being bombarded by connection invites and poor sales messages, poor engagement and poor content and poor posts. My brother is a corporate lawyer within corporate PLC in the UK. And he said, yeah, I'm being bombarded by stuff. I thought of leaving LinkedIn and we talked about why you shouldn't. But what also surprised me towards the back end of last year is the number of new users has grown. In the UK alone, it's gone from 29 million to 31 million personal profiles and globally from over 600 to 700 million. It's staggering. That's almost 10% of the population, isn't it? There is now been a 
such a massive surge of usage and a massive surge of new people on LinkedIn, which is interesting. And in my, my world, it is the biggest online networking and marketing tool. And it is one of your bigger databases. I'm a believer as a business coach. I, I do say to people, I don't care what you think about me. I care about what you go away and do. And that's important. And I do believe that your database is for a lot of people your biggest asset, most valuable asset, probably in your life, let alone in your business. We have a wonderful house down here in South, uh, Southern Spain. We got it through referral, through somebody on LinkedIn, and within 24 hours, I found a English-speaking Spanish property lawyer and financier down in Spain through my contacts on LinkedIn. I asked, who do you know who? I have over 20,000 connections, so you need to connect with me on LinkedIn. You should be connecting with each other because it's not just about whether... I'm connected with you and whether you think I'm can be of help to you or target audience to you, it's my connections that you can then find in searches. So you will immediately have 20,000 other what's called second tier connections to be able to tap into. So in way of a little bit of background, Mary and I live and work together. Mary was founder president of the Professional Speakers Association in the Midlands when I met her in, uh, in 2003. So we're both passionate about speaking. So there's a lot of conversations we can have with a lot of people. But LinkedIn has changed massively. And apparently, 80% of business-to-business leads come from LinkedIn versus 13% on Twitter and 7% on Facebook, according to um, Omnicore.com. And that was of interest, interested me because it surprised me, certainly between Twitter and Facebook. But it is apparently, it's the number one channel that business-to-business marketers, marketeers use to distribute content. 94% of B2B marketeers use LinkedIn to distribute content. It's staggering. And I just had a, someone post today saying, I don't care whether you're B2B or B2C, business-to-consumer, um, he's getting business as a business-to-consumer business through LinkedIn. Um, so it, it really is good enough to be true. As a business coach, and I know there's some coaches on the call, we're all about anything is possible, and there is so much opportunity right now with LinkedIn. But just very quickly, I think the biggest mistake that I hear and meet with people in business is they haven't learned to market and sell themselves. And, and again, I love what um, Wintrade is, is doing, but helping, teaching people and showing people how to do that because you have to learn how to market and sell yourselves. And I, and I call this presentation when I deliver it elsewhere, how to raise your profile without being pushy or salesy because it's a lot of people's concerns. Marketing is about generating the conversation, the lead. Selling is about converting that into business. And I said that LinkedIn is the biggest online marketing tool. For me, it's about getting the conversation offline as quickly as possible. And I'll explain why. But just again, by way of a bit of background, there's two sides, I think, to LinkedIn. One is your profile that has to get found, give value to the reader, improve your credibility. This is the marketing side. Your profile really is your web page, really is your marketing piece. And it's about doing it right, just very quickly. That's my formula for success, and it stands for massive action times the right stuff times consistently. Massive action times the right stuff times consistently equals results. Because you could go and connect with 50 people a day, and that's massive action compared to what a lot of people are doing. But if your engagement message and welcome message or connection message is poor and pushy and salesy and you're jumping straight in and you haven't built rapport, massive action times zero equals zero. But let's say you've learned how to engage with people, how to create messages with value. And you send out 50 invites and your engagement is great, but you do it once. Massive action times the right stuff times zero equals zero. 
So if you're not getting the results you want in your LinkedIn activity, your marketing activity, your business, or any part of your life, have a look at which, which part of these formula do I need to work on. And, and today is about giving you some of the things that you can do the right way, the right stuff. Because the second side of LinkedIn is your strategy. And your strategy is about how you find, connect, and engage in the right way with your ideal contact. And I've said this is the selling side because you're selling the idea of getting a conversation, getting engagement. And I'm looking to take the conversation offline as quickly as possible. Because you're unlikely for most people to sell what you're selling through LinkedIn. Now, I have a membership to the Post Party Club. It's at 97 quid a month and I do get sales through the internet. I can engage with someone, drive them to a website and it sells. But I also deliver for clients on their LinkedIn activity of connecting for them with their ideal contact and messaging their contacts. Your average CEO has about a thousand connections. There'll be a lot of people on the call today with a lot more than that. And, and I deliver that. But it's a much higher investment price and the ticket price. And, and so I'm never going to sell that pointing someone to a website. I'm looking to get the conversation offline as quickly as possible. And just to give you an example, I screenshot this. And if you've not played around with the search box, that bit at the top where I've I put in the words purchasing manager, and I think I looked at the UK and it's pulled up three and a half million results you can see there. But what's powerful is, yes, you can drill down into that. The search criteria is, is quite good with LinkedIn. But you'll see that it tells me that this guy, Alvin, is a second tier connection of mine and that below it says Thomas Power is a shared connection. Thomas Power is a client of mine. I could ring Thomas up and say, how well do you know Alvin? Because remember, it's about finding, connecting, and engaging in the right way. It is, it's incredible for finding anybody in the world now. So if you're not utilizing the search function and you're not engaging directly, go play with the search function, go and have a look. Because it's what revolutionized my business 10 years ago when I started. I found and got to a corporate decision maker in the UK within a few minutes. And I got a message back from him that day saying, yes, I'm interested in talking with you. Here's my mobile cell number. Um, there's no way before I could have ever found that type of person, let alone got to him. So there's two sides to LinkedIn is the strategy. But we've talked about posts because if we'd have met 18 months ago, I said I would have said I don't put a lot of value on posts because I'm not getting a lot of response from them. I'm not getting people engaging with it. My strategy is connect with someone saying, you know, here's my magic message to that corporate decision maker when he connected. I said, would you be interested in talking about how I could help you? to help your sales teams achieve more sales. And he said, yeah, I'd love to. That was always my strategy, just direct connection, direct engagement from 30 years background of sales. But actually the content opportunity we've got right now, I've said there's direct engagement, but posts, part of your social media, but posts specifically on LinkedIn also feeds direct engagement. Because if people are seeing your content and it's invaluable content and engaging content, they're likely to look at your profile. They're likely to then click through and want to connect with you and want to engage with you. Apparently, there are over 9 billion post impressions. That means a post that shows up in your feed per week, not 9 billion in your feed, but 9 billion post impressions on LinkedIn showing up in people's feeds every week. And there's a high level of readership. And literally, we have a captive audience right now because everybody's online. My 80-year-old father is having his choir practice via Zoom now. 18 months ago, never heard of Zoom. So we're all online. Today's testimony to that. So you have a captive audience that it's just an opportunity to engage with them. And the reality is less than 1%, 1 in 100 people are posting. And most don't have a clue how to get engagement, how to make them work. 
And my tech team, we've invested a lot of um, tech hours in the last 18 months plus. Don't ask me how they did this, but they got hold of 30,000 premium users. Those are people subscribed to LinkedIn Premium or LinkedIn Sales Navigator. And we saw that 20% of them, 6,000 of them, were posting twice per week and getting less than 10 engagements per post. That's less than 10 likes or 10 comments on their posts. It's about engaging in the right way, the right stuff. That's what we're going to cover. Those of you that understand marketing, if you're old, as old as me, you might remember pre-social media when I set up my business in 03, there was none. We were taught that you've got to communicate, you've got to touch your audience, your prospects seven to 14 times to get the maximum engagement from, from those people. I think you've got to add a zero with that now. We're in such a fast swipe world that we're bombarded with information. We know that, you know, whether it's iPhones or phones, whether it's email, internet, social media, how many channels are there? I often get asked, I don't want to be pushy. Am I pushing too much stuff out there? I don't believe you can. If you're pushing stuff out in the right way, if it's the right content that's of value, then no, you people have to see it because they won't remember it. They'll move on, they'll swipe on, they'll see it again. And when they're ready, they'll engage with you. Every time you show up in your feed, or the feed of your prospects or your contacts. It's building your own personal brand. And another thing to remember is that LinkedIn lurkers are watching everywhere. These are people that are consuming content. I had a guy book a call with me and I said, unusually, we're not connected on LinkedIn. That is unusual. How come? He said, oh, I've, I've been reading your posts for the last three months. Now I need some help. I said, but you've never engaged with me. You've never liked anything or commented on anything. He said, no, I don't do that. I'm just looking for the information I need. And then I can connect, contact the person I want. The challenge nowadays is we don't know where people are coming from. So you've got to keep putting content and engagement out there. I had a guy call me and said, I want to buy your online course. I have an online LinkedIn training course. He said, I've seen your videos. I said, wonderful. Where? What videos? I've got videos everywhere. He said, on YouTube. I said, oh, good. My YouTube strategy is working. He said, yes, one of your Facebook posts referred me to your YouTube channel. And, and I just can't get my breath because how can you track that? I had someone say, can I interview for you for my Instagram live? I said, you can. You'll have to show me how to use Instagram. He said, oh, by the way, you need to be on TikTok. I said, by the way, you need to get real. I'm on YouTube. I've got email. I've got Facebook. I've got especially LinkedIn. I said, you know, I've got enough marketing strategies. I need to be polishing them more and more of the right stuff. So people are lurking and consuming your content everywhere. So what can we post? There's three sides to posting that I'm going to cover. First of all, what can you be posting? So you can, your feed post, what you post in LinkedIn, in your post section. You have a maximum 1,300 characters, so posts need to be quite succinct and, and have a lot of value. And it says they're text with or without image, but I actually, I would say with an image always. It's proven that you will get a higher engagement rate. More people will engage with your posts if it's got an image. We're visual creatures. We picture things, don't we? And I've said they're native video. All that means is video you upload in directly into the post, so not a link to a Loom video or a YouTube video. Here's a key thing we've discovered. LinkedIn will suppress, the algorithm will suppress your post if you have an external link in the body of your post. Because if you think about it, LinkedIn doesn't want you taking people off their platform. The longer they stay on and read your content, the more ads that they can sell. So if you are going to put a link in your post, say to your website or your blog or a video, 
write in your post about the content. Here's my valuable content to you in my post. And by the way, if you want to see the rest of the website or the video, I've put the link in the comments below. That bypasses the suppression, but it also adds the algorithm that we'll come on to later. But a lot of people don't realize that. I see so many links in the bodies of their posts because they're trying to promote themselves and actually they're just getting their posts suppressed. Less and less people are seeing them. Documents, presentations, an article is something that sits on your profile and there's a lovely way of promoting your article through posts and getting more likes and comments and views of your posts. Of course, you can share other articles. And when you're sharing stuff, commenting is the easiest way to engage. And it's actually included in LinkedIn's algorithm to be commenting on other people's posts. Um, but remember, it's visible on your profile when you're commenting. So be very careful what you're commenting about. I know most people say they don't talk about religion or politics or whatever else. But actually, I won't argue with people. I won't form strong opinions. I will look to invoke intelligent engagement and conversation. I had a very high ticket consultancy client get business just from engaging and promoting conversation on someone else's post. People then looked at his profile, saw what they did. And I'm talking consultancy at 10 grand, upselling to 50 grand. It was high ticket stuff. No call to actions, no sales, no just intelligent com commenting and conversation. So the best way to be considered a thought leader is to participate in discussions. So, of course, the common question that I get asked a lot is, so what, what do I post? How do I post? What do I post? And how to post? It's all about value. Your role is to educate and inspire your audience. You've got to give value. It's not just a plug. I do a lot of work with property investors and I see a lot of people just posting about their deal or posting something they've done. It's not really telling you what you can do for me. Is it interesting? It will get some views, but not, not all of the time. What we've developed, I have a client in our post-party club. He teaches people how to develop their proposition and how to write powerful content that works. And what we have got is the seven most successful styles of posts. You may or may not agree with this or notice this. Yvonne may not even know. But years ago, I, I did a stand-up comedy course. Some people reckon I didn't turn up to it. But what I learned was three distinct styles and contexts and ways to create comedy. There's a lot more, but I, I learned three ways. In the same way, there are seven styles of writing posts. You can write the hero's journey, so you can talk about someone where you started small and worked up big. Stories and metaphors. Psychologically, we relate to stories. Those coaches on the call will understand the power of metaphors. You can write in a conversation. Mary said this, Andy said this. And, and that people picture it. It's like reading a book, isn't it? Topsy and Tim apparently are uh, children's characters, I think, in the UK, but they do things very opposite. So one will do thing in black, one in white. So you can you can create contrast and get your message across. Case studies, so testimonials and case studies, especially are great. I love the challenge personally because I I could be quite blunt. You know, if your profile doesn't have a headline that grabs attention, it sucks, and you're losing business. Uh, it'll capture the right people, and then you can build the story. Now, I would say. Think of the, st the styles that suit your style, but more importantly, what styles will appeal and work for your audience? Because if I wrote in the challenging style, maybe to risk averse audiences, um, so maybe in financial services, maybe in law, um, it may or may not get the, uh, the same sort of effect. So it's about thinking carefully. And our members within Post Party Club, we, we give them this, they can see this, uh, and we teach them how to write content is, is obviously step one. So what to post. But then 
Part two is what I call the mechanics of posting. I've mentioned external URL links. Don't put them in the body of your post. But you can use hashtags to get more exposure. A hashtag, people can follow hashtags. It's that little symbol there. And it's a message to LinkedIn, um, to the algorithm, to push your post out to the people that are following those hashtags so more people could see them. Use them with caution. Use them in balance. I saw the other day someone just listed a whole bunch of hashtags and the, the, the post is not of value to me. I've turned off straight away. You're just trying to manipulate getting people. I suggest create a library of maybe a dozen hashtags of your target audience, your keywords. Maybe we're the ones that have got lots of followers and you can get hundreds of thousands of followers to some hashtags and then use maybe three in your post and rotate them. In the same way of tagging other people, do it intelligently. So the other week I tagged a mentor of mine, he's worth 100 million, he's taught a lot and, and taught me a lot over the years. And I said, um, I was talking about X, Y, and Z that at Bradshaw has taught me, blah, 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 blah. The chances are then if he sees that, A, I've complimented him. B, if he comments, it's, it's pushing the post out to the rest of his network, or he might decide to share it. So tag people again in balance. Don't just, I saw the same thing. I saw somebody tag me in 40 other people. The moment I saw the list of tags, I just, I just moved on. So use it intelligently. And emojis, <laughs> I love human psychology. The bonkersness is that a study has shown that if you use an emoji in your post, you get up to 31% more engagement. I think it's bonkers. I had someone saying, that's ridiculous. I said, yeah, it is. It's human psychology. But you know what? If humans are going to read my, more of them are going to read my post because I've put an emoji in, I'll put a blinking emoji in. Um, what are we looking to do in business? We're looking to get more people to see our message. You know, everyone on this call, everyone in business, I presume, except the con people, you have a product or service that helps your customer in whatever way it helps them. So our duty is just to get that message out to more people, isn't it? So that's the mechanics of posting. But then the third part is LinkedIn's algorithm. And all platforms have algorithms. And we it is out there. And we've discovered it in the last 18 months. And, and it is, when I say common knowledge, it's not just exclusive to us. Don't ask me how on earth it got into the, into the depths of Google that one of my tech guys discovered. But LinkedIn wants valuable content, wants readership and engagement. How do you judge what is a valuable post? Well, what the algorithm says is if your post gets 15 likes and comments, and it's not about shares, 15 likes and comments that you then comment back on, within two hours of you posting, the algorithm looks at it and says this must be good content, great content, because you've got a lot of engagement that you've engaged back with to your network very quickly. And the interesting thing, I did some work, I had a guy help me with uh, YouTube, and he said that pretty much the same. He said, if you can drive people to view your YouTube video within two hours of publishing it, that, that algorithm pushes it out to more exposure. I was getting five times the level of. The thing that we've discovered is if you just post ordinarily, then the algorithm will push your post out to between 8 and 15% of your network of your connections. That formula, that, that algorithm, this is the key thing. Your post, if you get 15 likes and 15 comments that you comment back on within two hours, the algorithm pushes it out to the rest of your network and the networks of the people that are engaging. And I remember when I first started in business, I had a web designer friend of mine say, can you imagine if you wrote an advert 
powerful advert full of value and you just kept it in your shed you didn't put it in the newspaper you didn't put it out into direct mails no one would see it he said in the same way as a web designer he said i can build you fantastic looking websites but if you don't position seo search engine optimization no one is going to see your posts so yes there is a need an absolute need right now to write powerful content and most people don't understand how to write powerful content and we've covered some of that but unless you're tapping into that algorithm very few people are going to see your post remember i said it's between eight and fifteen percent of your connections it gets pushed out to about ten percent it's it's abysmal so you have to tap into this algorithm now we've created the post party club there are other pods out there but they fall down for a bunch of reasons and i've got a guy who said that we've tested and seen lots around the world because it's about getting not just engagement we took this we did a lot of beta testing we took this into corporate because corporate companies said hey we can do this we've got 15 salespeople, 15 team members and sure enough instantly you saw they started to get thousands of views you will get thousands of views on your posts so if anyone's posting and not getting at least a couple of thousand of views of your posts you need to tap into this algorithm and it worked within corporate but what we saw over the next 90 days was results became less and less and what that tells us is the algorithm wants to see unique participation like google wants to see unique content so most pods out there struggle to get the engagement from people i've had clients saying well yes i get people post or comment on my post a few hours later or, or the next day well it falls over because the most powerful part most important part of that formula is the two-hour window that it happens quickly so we've built the post party club we've developed a lot of tech that allows and we have six post party portals around the world where we've got hundreds of members and we have seven time slots per week that are consistent so you register into a post party and you get the the system gives you 15 random other participants for you to like and comment on their post and in return, another random 15 members like and comment on yours, and you do it within that window and you get massive exposure. Now, we've built it as a club because we've got a private Facebook group where we can teach all of our members how to write great content. We've got resources in there on those seven posts that, that work. We've got content and video and documents on how to create a powerful profile because if you're gonna start posting and getting that exposure, and you learn and how to write engaging content, then your profile better be good because more people are gonna look at your content, see your content and wanna look at your profile. So most people don't understand how to write a powerful profile that I touched on at the beginning. Now, as a strategy, you're gonna get more views to your profile. So one of the things you should all be doing is connecting with everybody that views your profile. I've written business like that over the years, but your message to them is, hey, you viewed my profile recently, just wondering what interested you to do so and how I might be able to help. Because then the moment someone comes back and says, well, I was looking at this, you've got engagement. So we're teaching our members how to write content. I've got content in there on how to generate referrals. We've got case studies, we've got examples, we've got live, coaching and, and development within the Facebook group and we run a twice monthly group strategy call on Zoom with what's just been happening we've just had a member get 57,000 views on his post and we've dug down and understood why and we've shared that with our members we've got people LinkedIn are now giving you a rosette saying your post is in the top one percent of engagement within within your topic 
I've got a member who's had seven of them and we've got more and more members because clearly we're getting massive exposure. I will guarantee that if you're only getting hundreds or the odd thousand views, then you will five times the exposure. You will get at least a couple of thousand views and then be building on that as you're writing better content and using the mechanics and developing it. So if you go to postpartyclub.com, there are a couple of little videos there, me heads up talking about it, and there's a couple of great case studies of members showing you this is a post I did within the post-party slot, and this is a post I did the same day outside of it. Look at the massive contrast. I would suggest go to that. Connect with me on LinkedIn. There is some exciting thing just to finish up on anybody that is running events. There is absolute gold dust on gold bricks around LinkedIn events. Yvonne and I are talking about it, how you can promote your event massively through LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn haven't realized what they've done. So connect with me and we can talk about what it is you're looking to achieve, whether it's around the post side, if you're looking to connect with your ideal connection every day and message your connections, which you should be doing. I have some automation around that. We, we just let's look at what you're looking to achieve, how you're looking to achieve. Let's stay in touch because you've got an amazing environment here that, that Yvonne has pulled together and the team. I want to thank you for your attention. Thank you, Yvonne, for inviting us. Connect with me. Go do something different. And I wish you all the best in your businesses. Thanks very much. Wow. You are most welcome, Andy. I mean, again, some amazing information there. And I'm sure we'll have lots more to come. We've already got a few questions lined up, but I've got some of my very own that we can <laughs> that we can kick off with. So one of the things that I went through great pains to do was to sign up on premium. And I'm still feeling my way around with premium. Do we really need a premium LinkedIn account? I think it, it depends on what you're looking to do. My perception is there's only two advantage of premium and, and especially this premium and the sales navigator and sales navigator just has a more intelligent or functional search criteria. So I can search for people by geography, by job description, by all sorts of keywords, and I can save that search and then I can go and connect with those people. Now, unless you're going to automate that and you're going to connect with 20, 30, up to 50 people per day. And I would say, no more than that, because LinkedIn is scanning for volume because they don't like automation. They don't like you using VAs or team members or anybody. They're, they're very hypocritical. If you're going to connect with people from a search day in, day out, then you need to automate. And if you need to automate, then you need, for, for my automated system that we've got, we need Sales Navigator. The only other thing, because if you're going to do it manually, you can cheat. You can screenshot and you can find those people. You can go do the search again tomorrow and pick up where you've left off. You don't need to pay, in my world, 70 quid a month if you're trying to do it manually. The only other advantage is I said to you, you need to connect with people who have viewed your profile. Without premium, you can only see the last five people. Mm. So, again, you could get around it by jumping on every day going, I know them, I know them. Oh, they're interesting. I'll connect with them. Once it gets out of hand, and especially our post-party members that are generating a lot more views, and my automation is I'm generating views beyond that, with Navigator, Sales Nav, you can see the last 90 days of people that have viewed your wow. profile. And I've said it's an underrated strategy. You should all be doing it. My automation does that for me automatically. It goes and connects with everyone that's viewed my profile. So it's really back to if you're going to automate delivery, remember massive action, right stuff consistently. If you're going to do it consistently day in day out you need to automate and yes we need nav if you're going to do it manually i would suggest you, you don't probably i never did so no so 
we can talk about why you've got it. What are you looking to achieve with it and how are you using it? And if you are going to sign up and, and try it and do whatever you're going to do with it, I'd suggest paying monthly, not one year in advance, because you can yeah. cancel at some point. Absolutely. I found the only way that I could get a LinkedIn live license was if I was premium. And I got the LinkedIn or I got it, but I never used it within the 30 days because I think they say you have to start using it within 30 days. Tell us a bit more about LinkedIn <laughs> Live. How um, useful is that? I'll tell you my experience of it. It's interesting. that I have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn. It is a phenomenal tool. I've made a living from it in my business and helping others for over 10 years. Unlike Facebook Live, you have to apply to be accepted to be able to deliver LinkedIn Live. They didn't accept me. And what they do is they say, we'll either tell you you're accepted or you won't hear from us. They haven't even got the capability or courtesy to tell you they haven't accepted you. But they also said, you can't talk about teaching people how to use LinkedIn. So I probably didn't fit their criteria. I didn't realize then as part of that, you've got to have premium. I guess that makes sense because they, they're not monetizing, giving you a license to go live, but they need to monetize it. Now, as part of your strategy, and I have clients that do this, you've got to be going live every few days, I'm doing every day, and you've got to be point of view. It's very time intensive. Mm. But here's something I did, for those of you that are thinking of doing it, I went Facebook Live. And then what I did is I posted my Facebook Live into my LinkedIn post. Now, <laughs> I didn't do it through a post party, I just did it organically, and it got views. So everything I've said about they want to keep you on, your, on the platform, they don't want you going off, they allow me to put my Facebook live and drive people off onto Facebook. So it's about defining the strategy. That's why I say if, if you get it's it, it's an interesting question, Yvonne. And and for the people on the call that are at that level that are looking at what you've just looked at, I would say let's talk about your whole strategy. What are you looking to achieve? And like I said, there's so many platforms, there's so much you can mm. do within LinkedIn. I automate 80% of it for me. I actually have my VA in the Philippines delivering on some of my posts. And again, LinkedIn won't like that, but I have to leverage my time in the way you and I have talked about it. So I think I would suggest if you've got the time and it's part of a strategy, but you want to see results. I've stopped doing Facebook Lives because I don't have the time, but I'm getting so much inbound from my post party clubs, my posts and my direct LinkedIn activity. I've got a few more questions. But we do have Carol Mann, who uh, does a lot of work with us on our websites. And she is the Wintrade website woman. Go for it, Carol. Hi, hi. Thank you so much for that. That was absolutely amazing. I just wondered what your advice is on people understanding how to actually create content. It's a great question, Carol, and, and, and you've sort of reinforced what I said, that most people are posting and don't know, haven't got a clue, they don't know what to write and how to write. And, and, and I believe the market's changed, or the world has changed, because we're getting bombarded. You've got to stand out, you've got to give value, because people will just zone out. I teach my post-party club members this, so we cover it in some documents, how to write posts, we have our fortnightly calls, we have the Facebook group. In essence, I think a lot of people say to me, I don't think I've got much I can write about. And I think we all have. And you you will, I'm sure, say this to your clients. Your clients don't care about you. They care about what you can do for them or what's in it for them. And actually, you don't even have to talk about your product. We had this question on our fortnightly mastermind calls this week. And I've got a wonderful lady who, who supplies 
and manages Filipina VAs. She is Filipina. And, and she said, well, what can I write? I said, you don't even have to talk about VAs. You can talk about how people are stressed and not got a work-life balance. You can talk about people, how people are too busy in their business and how they're not leveraged and how they're not organized. Because if that grabs your attention, which it is because people are not, not, how many people are too busy, are full of busyness? And you look at her profile, then you'll see what she does. So you can break it down. I've said I've got um, a client who teaches people how to define their proposition. He and I right now are putting together a short online course to exactly that. So one of the things I would talk about is listing what is the problem your prospects have? What are the consequences of those problems? So if I've got a lack of sales, what's the consequences I'm spending money that isn't giving me a return? And then what's the pain? Well, the pain is I'm going to go skint or I'm going to go into overdraft or I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage. And once you list that out, you can break each of those down and, and create a topic. And actually, I might only write a dozen topics and then I can repurpose them and just jump. I had someone who said, well, I put together an 11 tips document. I said, perfect. You've got 11 posts, haven't you, really? Yeah, I think also I think I always say to people it's, it's really important to also have a, an, an essence of sort of authenticity, appropriateness, to have a bit of fun with it as well, sort of interspersed so that your personality comes across as well. Definitely. I, and, and the reason we stopped, my automation used to allow me to select posts out there by keywords and post them. And then we rent, this isn't authentic, this isn't me. And if you've got to be very careful that your, your, your keyword doesn't drag negative stuff in. But absolutely, I don't care if you, when you've got a role in big corporate, you've still got a personality. And, and I think it is about being personal. But going back to those seven styles, working mm. with the styles that work for you. So next up, I think Lorraine Agnew. Is Hi, welcome Yvonne. to Hi, Andy. Welcome. Thank you for a fantastic session. So I'm currently using LinkedIn Careers, and it's quite interesting, actually. I'm in the events industry, and obviously with everything with COVID, a lot of us have finding that we're having to use LinkedIn to look for a new position. Now, nearly all recruiters have said to me, are you on LinkedIn? It's like a matter of course now. It's very, very different to when I was looking for jobs in the past. And it's like, it's something that you have to be in, you know, be on, they want to see your profile, they want to it to be on your CV. So very quickly, um, I'm trying to come up with a good header. I actually put up a banner which said, 30 years in sales and then I changed that because I thought oh no I'm going to get people who are saying you know she's too old you know? <laughs> so I actually removed that because I've actually found some bias from recruiters believe it or not around age so it's trying to actually get that balance I want to put across all my passions what I've done in the past um, right. so do you have any tips for, for somebody like me? The short, quick answer, because that could, I, I used to coach people over 12 weeks and 12 hours through all of that. Um, I have an online course, but actually look, look at my YouTube channel, because what I did at the beginning of COVID was put a bunch of videos up there around a lot of that. I've, I've aimed it at property investors, but it doesn't matter. The context is the same. I would say, go and have a look at that. See what ideas they give you. There's a bunch of videos up there. And then let me know what you've got from Thank it. Thank you. And then if, if you're still a bit stuck, give me a shout. I will do. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you very much. And I think we're going to go to Dr. Glenna. Hello. Thank you so much. But I have to say, um, Andy, I took such good notes. 
But what I found is that the further you went into explaining this, and particularly the way that the algorithms worked, the more anxious I got because it just seemed overwhelming. It just seemed like an onslaught. Now, I know I'm probably not the first person to have said that to you. So I'm wondering when you do hear this, what do you advise people? I, I get it um, from a few post-party club members, I think, because people are knowing that they've got to get out there because if you want to promote yourself. I do a lot with property investors and, and they struggle in the same way because a lot of them are not are new into business. And, and again, some will be introverts and some will have come from a non-sales marketing or business background. I think my, my easy, quick answer, certainly with people in post-party clubs, is I say, just post. Because although I've said, here's the algorithm that will get you thousands of views, we've got people that their content is not good. So we can get you the views, but nobody's engaging with your posts. So what's the worst that can happen? Someone's going to see your post. They're not going to engage with it. It doesn't resonate. They're going to move on. So what's the worst that can happen for you? Nothing, really. Be authentic. Uh, I've even coached someone and said, just write your first post and say, hey, I've never posted. I thought I'd share something with my network, a little bit about my background and my passion. Thank you. Let's get Lauren up next. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this all week and it was fantastic. I would love to connect with you. However, by Tuesday of this week, apparently I had hit my limit of invites. Oh, I awesome. will be inviting you soon. <laughs> should, we, should we cover that? Because that is brand new and LinkedIn have messed up big time. Yeah, so I am on Sales Navigator, but linked to that, if I can just blend it in really quickly, is that I do have someone that it, that manages my connections and my messaging for me. And I'm guessing they use an automation process. And because you, I heard mixed messages about LinkedIn doesn't like automation, and yeah, a lot of people are using automation. So I'm kind of, okay. I'm just nervous so, about getting so, kicked out, being put in okay. LinkedIn jail. All right. Two things very quickly, because it's a great point. The fact that there has been a pop-up to say you have reached your weekly connection limit is new in the last four to five weeks. And it's what's called a false negative. They've messed up. What LinkedIn do is make a change and they roll it out gradually to people. So not everybody's getting this. I have been delivering for a client on 50 invites a day for two years. Nada, nothing, it's all fine. I've got my profile and five other clients like yours. But the, if, if when it pops up and says you have reached your weekly limit, we suggest you engage more with your existing connections and then try again next week. Go connect with someone, it'll let you. Only in one in 10 is it actually blocked for the week and then it'll let you next month. 90% of it's a false negative. And clearly what they're looking to do, they, they, they've always been paranoid about you upsetting their user base. And this is why I'm so passionate about post-party club is because we're teaching people how to write content that engages in the right way and gives value. And if you can do that, then we should be getting out there big time. And they've clearly tried to do something, but we've got people complaining saying, oi, I'm paying 70 quid a month for Sales Navigator. You're restricting my connection rights. I'm going to stop paying for Sales Nav. We've got a side bet between me and my team, and I've got some real techie guys in Oz, Australia and in the US and we're having a bet that they'll withdraw this. Thank Brilliant. you very much. Yeah. See, All you right. see you soon. See you.